You are listening to If It Has a Score, a podcast about movies, TV, sports, and more. Now, here are your hosts, Devin Lang and Wes Skim. Hey, welcome back to If It Has a Score. Look at that lovely weather out there. Clouds. It's getting cold again because yeah. the Midwest is like that. A little bit of warmth this week and then a little bit of cold now coming our yeah, way. Yeah, cold up and down. coming through from the uh, western side of the country and moving <laughs> on through. <laughs> we should just report weather every we time. We should. It's interesting when you see rain one day and then a couple of days later you see snow. It's like... What's yeah, going that's on here? true. Well, we were supposed to get a lot more snow than we ended up getting. Right. And then, like, it went south and north of us. So uh, we lucked out there, but we still got a lot of rain. I um, agree. Anyway, let's move on to news. <laughs> uh, I'll go first. Uh, I just, uh, eh, I don't really have too much to talk about. The SAG Awards happened last weekend. So that's the Actors Guild, the union for actors, SAG AFTRA, uh, hosts the awards. And we saw a lot of winners all over the place from TV, film, etc. But the film that kind of topped them all and is still leading the count of most awards this award season is still Everything Everywhere All at Once. So they won a bunch more awards at that award show. And I think it really solidifies just how successful they're going to be at the Oscars coming up uh, next week. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be next weekend. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Okay. Um, so that was my first bit of news. And then my second bit, I don't really have much more news, but I said that I would predict some Oscar winners. Yeah, this you week. did. So yeah, we'll you see did. how much I embarrass myself. I haven't seen every single movie that's been nominated for every category and all that, but I have been trying to catch up and watch a couple of them. Um, but my predictions, I'm going to make a prediction for Best Picture. Uh, Actor in a leading role, actor in a supporting role, actress in a leading role, actress in a supporting role, and um, directing, as well as best animated film, because I care about that category. I know mm-hmm. most people don't, but don't I say that. do. A lot but, of people do, I'm sure. Yeah, a lot of people do, but not so much people in the industry. Animation has always been, like, for some reason, brushed off oh. uh, when it comes to the oscars and all that but i think people are just jealous more about that later (laughs) (laughs) so first off let's go with best picture i really think everything everywhere all at once is gonna win best picture just based on what we've been seeing uh with them just topping every single award show they've got the most awards this season i think they might have broken a record for the most awards in a single award season uh which is great so I think they're going to take home the best picture. Right. Um, as for actor in a leading role, I think Brendan Fraser is going to take that uh, because he, he's been winning that consistently in past award shows. So I think we're going to see Brendan Fraser win the Oscar as well. Uh, for actor in a supporting role, I really think Kihui Kwan is going to take it home for Everything Everywhere All at Once because the same okay. thing. He's been winning that similar award at the other award shows. Um, actress in a leading role, I think Michelle Yeoh is going to take that home. Um, because, again, <laughs> just trends. It's all trends. Okay. Like, I don't know if it necessarily lines up every time because it's a different group of people voting. But the fact that she has won at the other award shows as well, 
is really going to solidify that. Um, and then this is where I kind of deviate from okay. the, the other award shows. So, I so think, before we get into that, you yeah. do think it's rigged is what you're saying pretty much. Well, not that it's rigged, <laughs> but I mean like if if they're already winning and the trend is like if you're going to keep winning and that it's just like with sports. Yeah. Like you you're playing against different teams mm-hmm. and you keep winning and you're like undefeated, then you're more likely to win. Yes. You know what I'm true. saying? So yep. it's like she, she's basically undefeated right now. You gain momentum. <laughs> all yeah. three of them. Right. Or all four so far. Uh, for actress in a supporting role, this is where I kind of deviate. I think it's going to go to Stephanie Sue, who um, is also from Everything Everywhere All at Once. Um, because I personally feel like her performance was fantastic in that movie. The different choices she made, the different um, the the versatility she had to show for that role, I think was fantastic. I don't know if the Academy is going to agree, but personally, I feel like she should win. I think at the beginning of this show, we should just talk about everything, everywhere, all at once. Yeah, every single episode. Yeah, yeah. just instead of weather, just replace it, <laughs> talk about it instead, because... It seems like they are going to steal the show, so maybe they can steal our show too. At I, least the intro. I really do think they're going to take <laughs> home a lot of the awards. The one of the awards I'm surprised they didn't get nominated for was film editing, because or or cinematography mm-hmm. because of the way that the movie flowed. Like the process, like it was only edited by a couple people. Hmm. I don't think they're going to take home best director though. I I'm not quite sure how confident i am in this prediction i think steven spielberg's gonna take it home i think that's more so for the uh popularity choice okay right i think that like he he's got that you know it's steven spielberg yeah (laughs) everyone knows him so i i really think that he he might have some not pull but i think he's gonna have some popularity around the choice for him his movie i saw at the fablemans and it was it was Mm -hmm. pretty good uh, and I think the directing was really good as well. Uh, but personally, like, was it the best film? No, I don't think it's going to win Best Picture, which is why I said everything everywhere, everywhere all at once. But I don't think right. the directors are going to win for that. Got it. And then the last one, Best Animated Film. I really want Puss in Boots to win. Forgot about that. It was so good. Right. Like, it had no right to be as good as it was. <laughs> but it was. So I really hope that it wins Best Animated Picture. What are the competition? What what other movies is there? The competition that... for Best Animated Film? Yes. want to see if... I didn't watch Push in Boots. However, maybe there's... You want to see like if it's up against some, some tough competition? Yeah. I honestly don't think it is. Or I want to see if it's a landslide. If, yeah. you, if you ask me personally, I don't think it's up against any big big competition the ones that were nominated were uh pinocchio guillermo del toro's pinocchio which was on netflix which i've heard is really good and it Mm -hmm. has won a couple other like pretty big awards too um marcel the shell with shoes on Hmm. which i feel like yeah maybe it was a heartwarming film but i don't think that it should win the award probably not uh and then puss in boot last wish uh the sea beast did um, not see that. I don't have no what idea what that is. Yeah. And Turning Red, which was on Disney Plus towards the beginning of the year. I don't think that that one's going to win either. I don't know if... This This is just my opinion. I don't know if the ones that are straight to streaming services have that great of a chance over 
ones that went to theaters and then are you able to stream puss in boots now i think so okay I think, or rent it and yeah you're able to, things like to that. get it places now but yeah uh, i really think puss in boots is gonna well should win personally but it it might have some really big competition against pinocchio like i don't think it has as much against turning red i think pinocchio is it's really big competitor so you're getting a little nervous now that you looked up the competition? I mean, I saw the competition before, but I still think that they should win. <laughs> right, right. So realistically, about how many do you think you'll get correct? How many did I just predict? Let's see. Let's see. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. I predicted seven. I think I'll get at least three. At least three. At least three? three? Right? Yeah. I think so, and I think those three that I'm for sure gonna get right, mm-hmm. and I don't want to like totally wreck myself here, but I really think I'm gonna get best picture right. I really think I'm gonna get actor in a supporting role right. Yeah, and I think I'm gonna get actress in a leading role right. I think so. All right, so you got your ones that you feel good about. I feel like three or four is a good sweet spot to be in. You can't be fifty yeah. percent because you're picking seven. However, three or four. You can sleep easy at night knowing you That's did that That's what I'm many. hoping for, yeah. One so. or two will be like, okay, I, I might need to address this coho situation yeah, about my right. quote-unquote film <laughs> expert. Well, I'll be sitting at the uh, at the Oscars party that I'm going to next weekend just like, you know, shaking, shaking yeah. in my shoes. That's exactly. Like, oh, no, Devin's going to fire me. <laughs> That's exactly how I was feeling during NFL playoffs. So I know the feeling, but yeah. I think people like these predictions. We'll see maybe what we can do when some other playoffs come up. Obviously, we have March Madness coming up in this month. So, people, you may have some more predictions coming down the later episodes. And then do you have any more news? That's it for me. All right. So, I have some more bad news. Oh, no. I will try to end it off with some good news, but first, let me pull up all these headlines about Ja Morant from the NBA. He has found himself in quite a lot of trouble, and I think that as things continue onward, he might get an even lengthier suspension than he already has. But these are just some of the headlines, so without even going into too many details, you can kind of... Get an idea of where things are at and where things may be headed. It's just going down a dark road, dark path. So John Morant's inner circle allegedly aimed red laser at Indiana Pacers during aggressive confrontations after game. Like a a laser? Like those laser pointers. That's what I thought. I wasn't sure if that was a term for something in the the game. Right, yeah, no, a literal laser pointer, but... Obviously, if that hits you in the eye in the right spot, that can actually be pretty yeah, severely be, damaging. Yeah, damaging, yeah. John Morant allegedly punched teen a dozen times, flashed gun, police report says. John Morant accused of making threatening statement to Memphis Mall Guard. And John Morant appears to flash a gun on his Instagram live video while posing topless in a club just days after police report revealed 
12 million a year NBA star flashed weapon at 17 year old after punching him 12 to 13 times. So all these right. are kind of like all <laughs> back to back to back is like he's having that's, himself he's quite not having a good media week. That's no. For sure. Yeah. His PR team is just they are going through it right now. <laughs> Believe it or not, as of right now, he only has a two game suspension. So I think maybe they will look further into this as they look further into it legally. Obviously, right. it being a teenager and a grown man and there being the altercation of him punching him, him flashing a gun at him, that is not going to end just at the NBA level. But they did have to step in and I'm sure you can look up the picture that or that still frame of John Morant with the gun flashing it. I mean, it's like the evidence is all here. You know what I mean? This is going to be hard to dispute. So NBA had to jump in and do something, but there will be more of this to come. That's just what is taking place at the moment. Now, in terms of sports news, they, he plays for the Memphis Grizzlies. They are the second seed currently in the Western conference NBA playoffs are approaching, and he is the best player on their team. So, no pun intended, kind of shooting himself in the foot and also Mm kind of messing up his team and messing up their chemistry and messing up their on-the-court stuff because he can't be on the court. And then he's also going to be a distraction moving forward, it looks like. So, not so great news for them the whole team that is, and especially for him. So more bad news. And then I, again, we'll try to end it on a positive note. Great. <laughs> so last week we discussed Brandon Miller, mm-hmm. star SEC basketball player from Alabama. Right. This week we're going to be talking about star SEC football player, Jalen Carter from Georgia. So both of these players have been connected to fatalities. Unfortunately, we talked about the uh, fatal shooting last week, and we will also be talking about now a fatal car crash. So Carter was connected to a car crash that killed his teammate Devin Willock and 24-year-old UGA staff member Chandler LaCroix. Wednesday, Carter was booked for reckless driving and racing on highway and streets. Both of these are misdemeanors. He was booked at 11.33 p.m. Wednesday and then released 11.49 p.m. that same day after posting a $4,000 bond. So, served his time, got his bond, and was released shortly after. Misdemeanor warrants issued by police allege Carter was racing his 2021 Jeep Trackhawk against the 2021 Ford Expedition driven by LaCroix, which led to the crash on January 15th. The warrant says evidence shows the vehicles switched lanes, drove into the center turn lane, drove in opposite lanes, overtook other motorists, and drove at high rates of speed in an apparent attempt to outdistance each other. Police determined LaCroix's expedition was traveling at about 104 miles per hour shortly before the crash. The warrant says LaCroix's blood alcohol concentration was 
0.197 at the time of the crash. The legal limit in Georgia is 0 0.08. Another important detail is that this evidence is from eyewitness reports and from surveillance video. Despite Carter being at the scene, he first told police that he heard the crash from a nearby apartment complex, but then later told an officer he had been driving both behind and beside SUV driven by LaCroix. So was obviously taking place. They, they were both racing one another, but then when this fatal crash happened, he, instead of reporting it, was essentially lying to the police about it right. and uh, about his wrongdoing. So poor decision-making led to an unfortunate accident and the death of two people for this team, both a, a teammate and a staff member. So again, a very unfortunate thing that happened. Again, we are seeing somebody young and at the college level, they're a, a star athlete. So they're, Again, this player was projected to be a top five draft pick. We were talking about that last week with Brandon Miller. Same goes for Jalen Carter. So that's why you see that the bond was paid so quickly, why he was released so quickly. It's the NFL Combine this weekend. I'll get a little bit into the brighter news about that. But he was actually doing media appearances, and he was supposed to be working out, and of course he was able to get his bond and everything organized to where he could get in and out and be back at the NFL combine to participate in everything he needed to so despite this unfortunate crash and these fatalities happening it seems as though right now that his draft stock quote unquote like where he's going to be getting drafted is probably moving just from the top five to the top ten so they're going to just kind of move off of this quickly. They're going to say he's young. His team just won. They they won the championship. Georgia did. So they, they're celebrating. They're making mistakes. Um, but again, just not really. That, that brings me discomfort knowing that it's just excusable that quickly and dismissed that quickly. Right. Yeah, it's a little weird for it to just like be brushed off and – I mean, we talked about it before, I think last week, mm -hmm. that like sometimes stars or celebrities are held at a different standard mm -hmm. than your every average day Joe, but yeah. that's not really what should be done. Like they right. should be balanced just the same. I mean, in fact, they might even be balanced more, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Like the fact that you are in the spotlight and you do something wrong. I feel like that might garner more punishment than just any old person. Like I know that's weird to, to balance it that way, but mm -hmm. I mean, you are seen as higher than the average person. Yeah, people so, look up to you. Exactly. Like so, I think it like it naturally comes that people get disappointed in you from that. But mm -hmm. then also, I mean, you shouldn't. I mean, it it, it stinks because everyone when you. When you do a crime or whatever and you're in jail or whatever, you, you might have a bond. Yeah. And, of course, people who are celebrities and everything, they're able to pay that a lot easier. Yes, they are, yep. Uh, so I feel like they should be held at a different standard in, in a way. But I don't know if that's exactly fair. You know what I'm saying? 
yeah, obviously there'd be some backlash from them, from these people about how that's not fair. But then here we are giving backlash because currently they're in a position where they have more power and they have more resources in order to get off like squats, scot free, quote unquote, like to be behind bars for what was that? Um, about 16 minutes. That's something where somebody else would have been in there for days. Right. Or however long until the trial took place. So, again, it's something to where pe- these people are looked up to and these people are an example. And, unfortunately, one person or a few people ruin it for the majority because there are plenty of great athletes that never have legal issues never have issues with their partners or with their families or with their friends. Like we did just talk about two unfortunate things taking place. However, these are just two of the top stories right now. We're not thinking of like all the athletes between all sports just that are even taking place right now. Just not like ever, you know, there's sports that are out of season that aren't being discussed right now. So it is like a, a few that ruin it for the, mass majority but as of right now yeah this is definitely a black eye for sports and kind of making us question like how we as fans are handling this and if we're viewing things correctly and if we're assessing these things correctly but hopefully you're able to have a good moral compass when it comes to these things and realize that hey what they do off the field does have repercussions so it's not just they what they do on the on the field and that's the only place that they exist or on the court like they exist outside of that and every decision they make has repercussions just like you and i yeah right right and then ended on a high note i was discussing the nfl combine so this is where players are measured they perform drills they answer questions at interviews pretty much the players that were playing in college and are now trying to play in the NFL and they will be taking participation in the NFL draft, being able to showcase their stuff a little bit before pro days and before the draft. So two of the biggest stories were from the quarterbacks. So Bryce Young measured at five foot 10 and one eighth and 204 pounds. That's shorter than some expected in college. He was listed at six feet tall. However, that's heavier than some expected. His senior year or junior, he's listed at 194 pounds. So he's bulked up since then, probably gaining some muscle, which is good. You and I draft quarterbacks, so we know that taller quarterbacks will have an easier time seeing over the offensive linemen who are bigger and taller. They will also have defensive players chasing after them, trying to tackle them. So them being bigger themselves will help soften the blow for those bigger hits. So with these measurements, he's comparable to Kyler Murray and Russell Wilson also coming out of college. So that's good for him that he's not smaller. He has proven some people wrong in that aspect. And then Anthony Richardson, we saw him show off his athleticism. So he leaped 10 feet and 9 inches in the board jump, which is a quarterback record at the combine. He jumped 
40 and a half inches in the vertical jump, which is a quarterback record at the combine. He threw a ball at a velocity of 60 miles per hour, which is tied for second all time at the combine. And he posted a 4.43 in the 40 yard dash, which is the fourth fastest for a quarterback ever. So I know that's just a lot of numbers thrown at you right there, but essentially he performed in a lot of drills and he performed off the charts, a lot of record topping stuff. So that was great for him to showcase that. And he pretty much went from a position where they were thinking, oh, maybe he'd get drafted in the first round, maybe, right. which is 32, or actually this year, because of uh, punishment for one of the teams. There's only 31 picks, even though there's 32 teams. But now they're saying, like, this is going to be probably top 10, if not top 8. So it's nice to be, like, maybe, t- you know, top 32 to, like, top 10, top 8. So it's nice to catapult that far forward so good for these individuals a lot of others that tested well so don't want to cover that too far in depth because it could take all day but it, it was cool to see so last day taking place today as we're recording this on sunday for sure for sure and that's what i got for news all righty very cool uh so that means it's time for us to move on to our uh bit for the week which is a skim through but not before we tell you about the great deal you can get through SeatGeek using our code if it has a score let me tell you we've been telling you for the past few weeks yep. you gotta hurry up and schedule yourself for spring break you're running out of time here sorry you, you just are. are so make sure you check out SeatGeek use our code if it has a score and you'll save $20 off your first purchase. That's $20 back in your pocket, and you still get to go out and do that awesome thing, whether it's a sporting event, a theater event, a comedy show, a concert. Go enjoy something while you have some time off and save yourself some money in the meantime. You folks deserve it, whether it's spring break, some time off at work, whatever the case may be. Maybe it's just the weekend. You folks deserve some time to relax, unwind, spend some time with others you enjoy, doing something you enjoy, having a great time, time that you won't forget. So save yourself $20, use that towards concessions, use that towards a t-shirt, use it towards something you also will be able to remember these fun events by sports, comedy, whatever it is you may enjoy. Things are selling out left and right, so use SeatGeek, always a reliable source, and save yourself $20 that can be used towards anything. Yeah. Spend it all in one place. Spend it all in one place. These $20 you can spend in one place. Code, if it has a score, be sure to use that. So speaking of running out of time, our movie this week or this month that we're talking about, we got to follow the March Sadness theme. And I was racking my brain. I was like, man, what is a sad movie? And I didn't want to go with like Titanic or something like mm-hmm. super typical because everyone knows how that ends. You know, it's, it's not really too much of a, a skim through at that point. Yeah. Um, so uh, I was thinking about the movies that I've seen that really like get me in my feels. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you, this movie this week that I'm talking about is a feeler like it. 
it will tear at your heartstrings. It'll rip your heart out, throw it on the ground, stomp on it. <laughs> like it is a a sad, sad movie. So we're talking about the movie About Time. Have you seen that one? No, I haven't. I don't oh, even know man. if I've heard of it. You got to check that one out. It is so sad, so sad. Uh, <laughs> anyway, so we're gonna run through. Are you ready? We'll see. So yeah. Let's skim through this. Um, so About Time is a movie about this character named Tim, main character Tim. He lives in a house by the sea with his family, so like his, his dad, his his mom, and his uncle, as well as his younger sister. Uh, on his 21st birthday, his dad reveals to him this family secret, and that's that the men of his family have the ability to travel back in time. Hmm. to moments that they've lived before. Uh, and so with that time travel, you know, it creates all this time travel rules and stuff where if you do go back in time, you do have the possibility of changing the future or changing the, the series of events um, for better or for worse. But it will affect what time is like when you return back to the present. That okay, yeah. Typical time travel stuff. Yeah, butterfly yeah. effect kind of thing. Yeah. But uh, his dad's like, yo, when you use this, you know, don't do it to make yourself famous or to get money. That's not what life's about. That's not going to get you true happiness. Mm -hmm. And so uh, Tim, he's like, well, then I'll go for love. You know, mm -hmm. the three things that they usually try to tell you not to do are always fame, money, and love. But he's going to go for the love aspect. So we can already tell, uh-oh, this might not go as well as we would think it will. Probably not. Um, so next summer... He uh, is with his family again, and his sister's friend visits, and he, of course, falls in love with his sister's friend. Uh, and on the last day before she's supposed to leave, he admits his feelings to her. And she's like, oh, well, you should have told me sooner. And yeah. he's like, ah, dang it. So he goes back in time so that he can tell her sooner. Okay. And so he, he tells her uh, a lot sooner, and... Um, she, when he goes back in time to do that, she says instead, oh, you should tell me on the last day. So that kind of like reveals to him, oh wait, she has no feelings for me. Okay. This isn't worth pursuing. So he's like super upset and gets like really kind of depressed. Um, and so he, he doesn't really worry about the time travel stuff for a while after that. Uh, so later on, and this is years later, he moves to London to, uh, to try to be a lawyer uh, and he's living with his one of his dad's friends his name is harry who is uh, a playwright and he's a very like angry and like i can't get a job kind of playwright mm -hmm. um and so you know tim's just living his life he's having a good time he goes to this restaurant and he meets this girl her, uh, her name's mary and uh, she has moved from america and she's a book publisher so like they're flirting and and all that and um he gets her phone number uh and when he returns home he is talking to harry and harry's like super upset because the opening night of his play was ruined because the actor forgot his lines mm. and so tim's like you know what i gotta help him out and he decides to travel back in time <laughs> to uh fix that to to help the the actor and 
uh, the play becomes like this this huge triumph. So Harry's play becomes super successful. So he really helps him out there, which is like an act of kindness. But when he goes to call Mary, he realizes that their meeting never took place because he went back in time to help the actor. Oh, that's so right. So even though he has the phone number... Um, they had never met. So that interaction where they flirted and he got the phone number never happened. Mm. All right. So that's where we kind of get the whole, uh-oh, this is going to be a really complicated movie. Yeah. Uh, sort of feel. So he recalls that she's obsessed with Kate Moss, who's a model. Uh, and so he finds out that there's this Kate Moss exhibit happening. And uh, he, he goes to it and he finds her there. But he finds out she has a boyfriend now. And so he goes back in time to figure out where they met and uh, turns up before the boyfriend would and convinces her to go out with him instead. Uh, and they their relationship sort of builds from there and they move in together. And um, yeah, so they, they move in together and cool. He's, he's in a good spot with her, realizes that he's in love with her after running into his sister's friend from before but later on and she's like interested in him now but he turns her down so it's like really solidifies his interest in mary right uh and he proposes they get married they have a daughter named posy hmm. all right that's the first break first break okay this guy is addicted to time travel <laughs> he's not he doesn't do it that much <laughs> Like, um, I mean, if you could time travel, you would probably do some of the same stuff. Come on. You'd help your good friend, Harry. I would. <laughs> I would, but brought her up a few times on this show. If I was not with my girlfriend now, if I traveled back that far in time to where her and I could not meet at the point in time in which we did, then again, yeah, I would try to facilitate that and stuff. But that's kind of like so many things happen in these time frames that you kind of forget. So I, I see how there can be so many mishaps in this time travel that he's taking place in. So Right. It's like you wouldn't realize that uh, the regular timeline would be messed up until you experience it firsthand. Yeah. And of course, he doesn't want to go back and ruin Harry's night again. No. You know, so. But yeah. lots, of, lots of conflicts. You can't make everybody happy. So the thing thing i'm thinking of is it's obviously not the same but i think time machine and i'm like okay what kind of sounds similar or could be similar so i think we've talked a little bit about it in our first evans director's cut we talked about the transfer portal for college sports so that's pretty much you're playing for one school and one team and let's just say you're not starting or things aren't going well on the team, you can enter the transfer portal and you can transfer to another school uh -huh. in order to get more playing time or whatever it is that you seek out. So I'm going to look a little bit further into it and see what can connect. But as of right now, I have some ideas of how we could connect the transfer portal and this time-traveling individual, like for example... There's players that transferred some, like they were at a school, they transferred somewhere, and then they ended up transferring back to the school that they were at in the first place. So I don't know exactly if that's where this story could end up, some something similar, 
but I have things like that open and I'm going to continue to do research, but it's going to be people that are kind of transferring and kind of like changing the situation they're in because they want things to be different. So I, I know that that's obviously not somebody time traveling, but they're traveling somewhere else and they're trying to change things. Right, you're taking a risk. Exactly. You, know, you don't know whether it's going to fix things or make it worse. You know? Exactly. So I, I think that's good. That's good. All right, here's where things start to go awry. Okay. All right, so his sister, uh, she's not in a very good relationship and she has problems getting a job and stuff. Well, on his daughter's first birthday, his sister gets in a drunken car crash mm. and she's like really messed up from the crash and everything. Uh, and Tim, he decides like he's going to intervene. He's going to take her back in time and he's going to prevent her from getting into the crash for one and for two, even having a relationship with this guy. So he takes her back in time, uh, prevents the relationship from taking place. And then they go back in time, I'm back to the present and, mm-hmm. And he finds out that his daughter had never been born. Mm-hmm. And then instead, he has a son. And okay. so, of course, that creates the complication of, like, well, I like he wants his daughter because that's the normal timeline. Exactly. Well, Which, somewhat normal, but yeah. Yeah, it makes things really complicated. So he talks to his dad about it, and his dad explains that, like, if he changes events prior to his uh, kid being born, then it doesn't guarantee that that same kid is going to be born. Right. And so he he's really, like, conflicted, uh, and he eventually accepts that, you know, he can't prevent the, the crash and the relationship Ooh. from happening. Hmm. He has to make the difficult choice to go back and allow the relationship to happen and the crash to happen so that hmm. he can have his daughter, which, yes, is kind of selfish, uh, but yeah. he he decides instead he's going to help her face her problems past the crash and improve okay. her life from there. Um, and eventually, Tim's friend Jay ends up uh, being in a relationship with her, and they have a child of their own, and uh, everything's pretty good there. So he helps fix his sister's life, not by traveling back in time and changing it, but by changing her future from the present. Uh, and then Tim and Mary have another child, uh, a baby boy, which ensures that his sister's future stays that way. Because if he goes back in time again, like he won't have the second kid. Right, right. Uh, so mm. essentially, every time he has a kid, he, that means he can't go back before that time. It's going to feel as though losing one. Like that's something that you can't replace and be like, well, I had my daughter, but now I have this son. It's like it's not. Right, interchangeable. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, which yeah, it's a really difficult part of the movie because yeah, mm-hmm. that's a hard choice to make. Like, how do you make that choice? Um, so yeah, so basically that future is locked in. She's she's with Jay now, and they have their family and a kid. Well, things get even rougher here. Hmm. Tim finds out that his dad has lung cancer and it's terminal. Uh, time traveling can't change it because if you went back in time to like stop the smoking habit or whatever, mm-hmm. you would uh, undo his own conception and his sister's conception because it happened before they were born. Yeah, and then he so can't he can't do... go back before he was born. That can't... would that would be messed up. He can't do anything. Yeah, yeah, and then he could, he would possibly not be born. Um, and his his dad's known about like the lung cancer for a while. He just didn't want to share it. 
uh, and he had been traveling back in time to uh, spend time with his family in the moments that he has lived. So not changing anything, but just going back in time to uh, enjoy those moments. Mm. Uh, and he, he tells Tim, you know, he, he suggests to Tim that he should live each day twice uh, in order to be truly happy. So like the first time with just everyday normal choices and everything, and the second time just embracing how uh, sweet life can be. Right. And so Tim follows the advice, and his father eventually passes away, but whenever Tim misses him, he goes back in time to visit him. And every time he does, his dad kind of realizes the whole thing. Like he, his dad, since he also can time travel, he kind of knows. Oh, this is my son coming back in time to visit me. Wow. Uh, which is which is kind of like it's a sweet and tender moment to see them keep going back in time to visit, and uh, being able to see him after he has passed, which is nice. Yeah. Wow. Now, after that, Mary tells Tim she wants a third kid. Uh, and of course he he's very like I don't really want that because he wouldn't be able to visit his dad anymore. Right. Because as soon as he has a kid, if he travels back in time to see his dad, he risks not having that kid again. Right. Right. And having that get messed up. So Tim has to go back in time and tell his father like he can't visit anymore. Um, and of course, like his dad accepts it. And they travel way back in time to, like, a really happy, like, childhood memory and live it out, making sure not to change anything so they don't Mm -hmm. cause any changes in the future. Um, And so eventually Mary does have the kid, and Tim knows that he can never see his dad again. Um, And that kind of leads him to this realization that it's it's better to just go ahead and live each day once— uh, and he kind of lets go of the whole time traveling thing. He decides he doesn't want to do it anymore uh, and appreciates more of like life with his family uh, as if he's living it for the sweetness rather than living it that first time. Like his dad suggested, he's living it for the second time. Sheesh. So yeah, he gives up the time traveling and that's that's how the movie ends. Him wow. and his family and... Uh, yeah, it's not exactly a happy ending, but no. it's one of those like bittersweet sort of endings. <clears throat> that kinda. like it teaches you a good moral, good lesson, but at the same time, like it rips your heart out. It does. You do eventually, I guess. I guess have to move on and have to come to terms with it because that is an ability that others do not have. So that is something that's kind of unnatural let's just say right you know like after an event like that takes place death in the family very unfortunate not everybody has this ability to go back and visit periodically or however often they would like that's just not how things are naturally taking place so how things naturally take place would be having that third kid and kind of staying present and staying within that timeline right so i have something not quite as sad or comparative, <laughs> uh, but I did say that we were going to talk about the transfer portal. So let me try and find a player. I, I believe I have one because I'm on this article. It has, let's see, a list of players, which I didn't have a time to go down this list because I'm not going to lie. I was, I was pretty compelled by that story right there. I was not really 
focused on my aspect. But there's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen. There's like thirteen players on this list. Yeah, that is a good movie. That really is. So this player at the at the top, I assume, is going to be one that stuck out. So let me just look into this and see if everything I'm going to say is the timeline. So, all right. So, yeah. So, uh, Drya Horn. It looks like we have a player. Let's They list this as a boomerang transfer. So, started at Tulsa. That was the first school. And then transferred to Colorado. And then... The current school, as this article was released, was Tulsa, but now he is currently a player for the G League team, the team that supports the Sacramento Kings. He is on the the Stockton Kings. Yep. So, totally different. However, I'm trying to make it as similar as possible. <laughs> so... <laughs> Him being in the G League is comparative to him, uh, the character that is like staying present and not choosing to time travel anymore. So instead of being able to go to the transfer portal and go back to Colorado, back to Tulsa, right, back, so to Rado, like back to Colorado, back to Tulsa, yeah, choice, yeah, right? he he's he's gone back and forth. He's tried out two different schools. Realized his first one was best for him, stayed in that timeline, and then entered into the NBA, and then now is present in that timeline. But we did see him doing some bouncing around earlier from Tulsa, from Colorado, back to Tulsa, kind of trying to figure that out, figure out what's best for him. And I'm not able to find like too much in-depth stories, unfortunately, but the character in the movie kind of made some selfish decisions so let's just say like maybe i'm sure this was a situation where originally tulsa did not want horn to leave they're like you know you fit in well and you play good for us it's gonna be unfortunate to see you go and he's like no this is something i have to do i have to do this for me thinking of myself and my best interest and then goes to colorado things don't work out there feels homesick missing his teammates, missing his coach, and then they come back, and it's kind of like that reunion where it's... The the timing of it is strange because since he spent a season in Colorado and then came back, there are players that graduated. There are players that maybe they entered the NBA. You know, there's there's always moving parts and moving pieces as in the NBA. So you try to go back to where you originally were playing and where you're originally from, and it's the same, but it's different at the same time. Right. So trying to like recapture that, it's not going to be 100% what it was. And then accepting your inevitable fate for him that's joining the NBA. So not that, not as detrimental, not as yeah, like gut-wrenching a, and a sad. Ending that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, not for, for Tulsa, but <laughs> happy for him. Uh-huh. Right, so that is the comparison that I have. So time travel and transfer portal. Why not? Time travel is the same (laughs) as transferring schools. It makes sense (laughs) to me. (laughs) All right, pretty good connection. And that concludes our skim through for this month. 
or March Sadness. We'll have another one next month when we reveal our theme in a couple weeks here. Uh, so it's time for us to move on to our last bit. But before we do that, we would like to talk to you folks about Midnight, Midnight Energy. energy. That's right, folks. We are about to bring the energy for this last segment to close out the show. It's for gamers by gamers. Midnight Energy, that is. So we're going to be drinking it before this game we're going to play. I know I like drinking it before the gym. I like drinking it on days where I just feel like I'm feeling groggy, feeling tired. I like to get that hydration going, get those vitamins in me, get the energy up and through the roof so if you use our code score you can get 10 percent off of your orders for the tubs for the blender bottles for whatever it is that you would like to support our great partners right right and honestly looking at their instagram right now there might be a new flavor coming out Ooh. it looks like they're teasing one so if you want to you know Hop on that bandwagon. Make sure you uh, follow them on Instagram, Midnight Energy Co. And check out their products there. See uh, the different collaborations they have going on. All sorts of creators working with Midnight Energy right now. Yep, on Instagram, on Twitter, their website, MidnightEnergyCo.com. Lots of great things coming up from them and from us. So great partner. Support yeah. them. So save your 10% so that you can get more energy by using our code SCORE. All right. Two truths, one lie time. Mm -hmm. um, I did news first, so I'll go first. Go for it. What's our score right now? What's our, we're 0-0? Zero, zero? Like zero, zero, one. 0-1, yep. Zero, one, zero, one. Yes. All right, so we're still tied. Here we go. For you. All right. And uh, keeping with the Oscars theme. Mm-hmm. Who was the first black woman to win the Oscar for Best Actress? Viola Davis, Halle Berry, or Octavia Spencer? Hmm. Not really. This is more formatted like a who wants to be a millionaire question than a two truths, one lie, but still. So I'm, I'm picking the one that did? Yeah, who was first? the okay. first one? Okay, so... I embarrassed myself a couple weeks ago, I feel like, when I... We've talked about Viola Davis before, right? We have. We we did, right? Yeah, because she just won her EGOT. There we go. Okay, so I was like, I have no idea who that is. And then here I am learning more about them. So you know what? For that reason, I've grown as a person. I've changed, <laughs> you know? Um, instead of thinking about that part of me who didn't know who they were, I'm doubling down and being like you know what they won that egot and i think that they won this award first so i'm just i'm, I'm sticking with it i'm i'm learning more hopefully i'm actually learning the correct facts all but. right all right well uh viola davis did win an oscar but it was okay. for best supporting actress oh, not for best actress snubbed. so the first and only black woman to win the oscar for best actress so far is halle berry and that was that back would have been in my second guess. Two thousand and two. Yeah. So that, that's yeah, it's the the first and only, which is insane to me. Yikes! Yeah, wow. Yeah. When um, you phrased it as in first, you think that it's like, all right, somebody had to open up the floodgates. Right. You know what I mean? But wow, first and only, that stings a bit. 
Yeah. And that would have been my second guess cuz sure. Now I know I know <laughs> uh the, my first guess, but I've I've also heard the name Halle Berry. I've I've also heard the name. You heard so. all of these ones. Yeah, yeah, that's true. It just kind of like I I've just been going with my gut recently, going with what sticks out. Well, it sounds like your gut sucks. <laughs> my my second options would be like undefeated. I'm I'm almost positive. Yeah, I I'm the same way though. <laughs> My at least yeah my it's like if it's not the first and it's the second but we went with the first there are no second chances so I'm zero two. two my turn to be zero and two <laughs> uh-huh. so we talked a little bit about college basketball in the story which is great it's fitting for March sadness to also make it about March madness a little bit about NCAA basketball. Last week, my two truths, one lie was about that. So let's do that again. So for the men's right. basketball, which of these state schools is not in the top 20 rankings? Oh, great. Kansas State, San Diego State, or Utah State? So that means two of these are in the top 20, and one of them is not. San Diego State, Utah State, and Kansas City? Kansas State. Kansas State. Yep, all state schools. And they're all... In the rankings currently, I'll tell you who's outside. All right, all right. Well, I think that it would make sense for Kansas to be on there because Kansas City Chiefs, and like you would think that they would fit into there. Different state. Yeah, I know it's a different state, but it's the same area, you poop. <laughs> Shut up. Kansas City, Missouri. I know, but, but it's there. It's it's near there, right? No, okay, we're going to bring in... Uh, geography aspect to our show <laughs> weather and geography weather and geography is all we're <laughs> going to talk about now. now i feel like a dingus um yeah you know what well i, I know Missouri's good though i know missouri is uh, a state that gets brought up in football conversations and you're talking more for um is this football or basketball this is for basketball basketball men's ncaa basketball so kansas state San Diego State and Utah State. I feel like it's got to be Utah that's not in it because who cares? Who cares about wow. Utah State? No, no offense. Wow. It's a, I'm sure it's a beautiful state, but like San Diego, it makes sense. Missouri, it makes sense. Like the Missouri Conference and stuff. Uh, but when it comes to Utah, I never hear about Utah when it comes to like any sport. Well,. They were in the top 25, but not the top 20. Utah yeah. State, that is. Yeah, I knew so it. We do. Utah sucks. <laughs> Utah does not suck. I'm going there this summer. I'm very excited. Yeah, I've heard nothing but good things about traveling there. Obviously, they have the Utah Jazz for the NBA, and they have Utah. They have Utah State. They have some other pretty good teams for NCAA as well. So, Top 25 currently, but not top 20 currently. Maybe we'll see them break in there. But in terms of recording this right here, right now, that does not matter. We have Wes at one and one. Yeah, I'm leading the month, baby. But you know who I'm not leading the month in? What's that? Our draft from last week. That's right. There we go. Somebody remembered. Yeah, it wasn't me. I remembered. So <laughs> to finish off the episode, we'll let Devin have a win here. That's what I'm talking uh, about. Devin did, in fact, win our draft. I'm checking the Facebook votes right now just to make sure. 
And yeah, we evened out on Facebook, but you there came out on top when it comes to our Twitter votes. Nice. So thank you to everyone who, who voted, even though you didn't vote for me. I'm sorry that you're wrong, but you know what? You're on the winning side for this week, uh, at least for this. So congrats to Devin on winning our March Sadness draft. You seem to know a lot about sports, movies, TV. You probably also know about geography. So thank you, listeners that <laughs> voted. All uh, right. You mess up one thing. <laughs> uh, so thank you all for that. And hopefully I can use this momentum to get a comeback win in this Tooth Truths One Lie. So hopefully I can <laughs> use some of that good energy moving forward. Yeah, good energy from Midnight energy. energy. Use our code SCORE. <laughs> Save yourself 10%. Uh, as always, you can find me on Twitter at WSkimMilk or online, WSkimMilk.com for this podcast as well as others. Devin you can find me on Twitter as well, DevinLang32 for NFL Fantasy Football Analysis. I'll be talking about these upcoming rookies. We just had the combine, so I'm talking about some of those players how they tested there'll be pro day coming up free agency coming up lots of cool things going on so look forward for that all righty have a great week we'll see you next time thanks see you if it has a score is available on all your favorite podcasting providers apple podcasts google podcasts spotify shoot your shot sports and more thank you again for tuning in we will see you next week